Are you ready to make this holiday season truly merry and bright? Look no further than First Federal Bank and Trust for our exclusive holiday CD special. For a limited time, enjoy a fantastic 5.38% annual percentage yield on their three-month CD special with no minimum deposit required. That's right, $0 to get started. Or if you're looking to make a grand investment, we're offering a remarkable 5.48% APY for those who open with $250,000 or more. Don't wait, this holiday CD special won't last long. Visit us online at efirstfederal.bank, member FDIC. The U-Cross Foundation invites everyone to the 11th Annual Community Christmas Celebration, Saturday, December 16th, starting at 4 p.m. sharp at the Raymond Plank Center. Featured will be a Longmire Christmas Story by Craig Johnson, music by Dave Munzik, carols by the Buffalo Balladeers, fireworks, and more. There'll be crafts for kids and festive refreshments by Innominate. For more information and free tickets, go to ucross.org or call 307-737-2291. From Sheridan Media News, it's time for Open Line Friday. Your chance to join the conversation and talk about what you want to talk about. Call the Jackson Electric Open Line at 672-KROE. That's 672-5763. And now your host for Open Lines, Ron Richter and Aaron Palmer. Check, check, and good morning. And how are you? I'm good. Yep, I'm here. Somehow. Okay. I navigated around the train on the way to work. There was like nine of them. Again? Question is, when isn't there? <laughs> you don't have a choice either. You got to come in through that Fifth Street area, don't you? No, I have to go all the way around. When if, there is a, well, yeah, yeah, if there is a train, train right. I have to go all the way down to uh, um, Brundage Street, which is literally like... So far out of my way, but hey, it's all good. Whatever. You made it. It could be worse. I mean, it's like we're not dealing with downtown LA traffic. You know oh, that's I mean? true. It's just. It's not even downtown. When we went to LA, did you guys drive when you went? No. Or did you fly in? Okay. We, we flew in and we Ubered. We drove all the way down. So from like Las Vegas, there's an area, oh, a few hundred miles out in the desert that is kind of, but it, the traffic never stops. Oh, I know. But out, out there, at least, it's like four lanes. You get into like, oh, I can't remember the name of the town. Barstow, I think. Is that right? Anyway, where you're coming down the mountain, coming into East L.A. or San Bernardino. Right, that area right. Is, and there's a huge canyon that you come down through there. The Topanga Canyon? Probably. I don't remember the name of it. But then it's like, you know. 18 lanes going in every, every direction, and it's that way clear all the way to the coast. It's terrible. It looks like cockroaches, man. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> and we came in, it was raining, cats and dogs coming, and it like never rains in L.A., but we were there in February, and it rained. And so it was like when I grew up in, the, in Portland, right. you know, it rains there a lot. And so when it comes down like that, you know, I was used to driving in the rain, and I could see fine. But people, a lot of those people oh, they had yeah, yeah, it was terrible. They were like, they were like, they thought the end of the world had gone. Yeah, we we were there in February too, and, and we had just missed the rain. The all the locals were talking about how great it was because it rained for like two weeks and everything was green. Right. You know, and it was like this is the greenest it's been in February. You know, and it's like enjoy it because it doesn't look like this long. I mean, like the Hollywood Hills were just lush. You know, they weren't the the burnt toast look that they typically are. Whoa, that got loud. That's better. Now we can hear. Yes. But anyway, yeah, it was, you know, 
It, it was an it's an adventure because that that train always shows up when you don't need it to. Yeah. You know when you got plenty of time. Hey, I'm ten minutes ahead of where I need to be. Then there's of <laughs> yeah, course don't never mind any sitting train. here and sipping on my coffee. But, but you always whatever you yeah. know, just a little detour. All right. But the thing is, sure. everyone else is detouring. That's the problem. <laughs> is is is, yep. is then you get such an abundance of other folk doing the exact same thing, and then in all of the residential streets trying to get around the. And, and it's like that is the definition of congestion. And then you have that turn next to the hockey rink that just gets loaded up. Oh yeah, oh, it's yeah. impossible that, to turn that, left on that road. Yeah, you're talking about turning onto uh, Sheridan Avenue, yes. correct? From Brundage. Yes. Yes, that's. That's always fun. I've sat there when it isn't people like loaded from heck from, from the train, yeah. yeah, and sat there for you know two, three, four minutes, which doesn't seem like a lot of time until you're sitting there. Yeah, the, you know, I mean, I know we've talked about it before. We've kind of beat this dead horse, but boy, the traffic has really, really gotten frustrating well, there's, at there's times. Growth going on. Yeah, oh yes, yeah. yes, it's my goodness. Uh, that I don't know. They, and I, that I would have been a good question yesterday for the mayor. I'll, maybe yeah. I'll ask. I'll talk to the mayor this I know, morning. I'll I ask know. Him. Usually, when you have a when you want to put in a light or a stop sign or whatever, it has to go through YDOT. You but, have to do a traffic study, but, right? But I don't know if that's a Wyoming Highway Department, you know, right? Thing. I don't know if it's right. just a city. It may just be a hey, city decides they want to put right, one in there. I, I know Maine and Coffeen are right. Those would be that YDOT. would have to go through YDOT. YDOT. Wait, that's YDOT? Yeah. Not through the city? No. Uh-uh. Weird. No, that's because why when they're, they did they're, that, they're actual highways. Yes. Even though they go through town, yeah. they're they're considered a, a state highway. That's mm-hmm. okay. That's why right. that's why that, that project that's going on downtown is... Uh, oh, it's YDOT. It's YDOT. Right. right. And, okay. and then the city basically piggybacks on top of it because it's like, well, they've got the, the street dug up. We might as well do this while right. it's dug up. Exactly. So it's kind of killing that's two why, birds with that's one why stone. when they want to shut down Main Street to do whatever projects, whether it's Buffalo, Sheridan, whatever, they have to go through YDOT to get approval for that. So yes. That's why. Okay. We, we better get started here. The, the levels of bureaucracy. <laughs> yes. Gotcha. We actually have the mayor on hold, and he wants to answer the question about Sheridan Avenue. Nice. Oh, really? Okay. Mr. Mayor, you're on the uh, Jackson Electric Open Line Friday. Go ahead. Yeah, Sheridan Avenue, we've talked about doing a traffic study on that to see if it's warranted, but that's not YDOT, that's us. Right. And so, um, yeah, if, if it warrants a, a light there, we'll, we'll put a light there, but we have to do a study first to make sure it warrants a light. But I'm like you, that, that street always seems quite busy. Yes. Gotcha. Okay, well, thanks for the clarification. Yeah, thanks for calling in and answering the question. Okay, there we go. Nice that Mr. Bridger just chimed right in because, you know, well, almost like it was planned. <laughs> if he wants to study, you can just ask me, and I'll tell him I'm late all the time because of that street. <laughs> I'm sure there'd be, it, yeah, public uh, comment would be, put a light there. Yeah, exactly. Well, it's just, you know, the thing is, that, you know, complaining about traffic and whatnot, it's like the, the traffic really isn't that bad. But it, it's, for 20 years, I've been doing it this set way with this yeah. set amount of time, and then now it's all just askew. It's like, you know, okay. it's, it's crazy. Buffalo's the same way, you know, and, and Buffalo's a third the size of Sheridan. Right. But I've noticed that you'd go to try to get anything done, and the traffic is, you know, for 5,000 people in that little town, yeah. there's a lot of traffic yes. at, at specific times. And it's like, wow, craziness. You it's, know, where it, a stop sign or something else may have, you know, been fine. And, you know, when I was in high school, it might be time to take a look at a couple of lights yeah. here and there. But we'll see. Anyway. 
We better get started here. Um, Jackson Electric Open Line Friday, the numbers to call if you have something that you want to talk about or talk about what we're going to talk about here. Doesn't matter. We'll talk about whatever. Numbers to call, 674-4443-672-5763. And the poll question from this last week was kind of, we decided to go something a little light and airy because we kind of covered some things that were contentious yeah. in well, recent weeks. So we're more holiday-ish. Right, and we figured might as well do something because of the holidays. So, Mr. Rector. Uh, first Northern question. Bank of Wyoming poll question for the week. What kind of tree do you use at Christmas time? Artificial, real, or none? And uh, 55% said fake tree. Uh, 26% said real, and 19% said none. Wow, I'm yeah. surprised it's that high. I was, I was too. I looked at it last night, and I'm like, that's almost the same percentage as, as real. That's crazy. So it's either a fake Christmas tree or it's no Christmas tree. And I, and I understand that there are some religions that don't partake partake in that, and there are some people that don't do Christmas trees. Yeah. So that makes sense. That. I was just surprised, like I said, that it was that high. You know, really. It's actually, it's. I mean, the difference is like 26 votes or something. Yeah. Like that. Trying to do my math quick is usually wrong, so it's 20-something votes. Right. But, I mean, it's it's really close. I mean, we're 26% to just about 20%. So, what's that? Right. We should probably do that. We're going to take a break. We'll come back and we'll tell you. I'm glad he's there reminding us of stuff. <laughs> Thanks, James. All right, we're going to take a break. We'll come back and we'll get started on our conversation and uh, take some questions from you as well on the Jackson Electric Open Line Friday. We'll be back. to Jackson Electric and you'll feel the power. If it has anything to do with electricity, anything at all, call Jackson Electric. Commercial, residential, agricultural, it makes no difference. Call Jackson Electric. Jackson Electric does high efficiency LED lighting and fire alarm systems installation. Wiring a home, wiring a business, new electrical service, or enlarging existing surface. Call Jackson Electric and you'll see the light at 1851 North Main in Sheridan. The countdown to Christmas is underway at the Sheridan Commercial Company. Ho, 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 Kurt Smith here. If you're looking for some unique and fun gift ideas, stop by and see us. We have a great selection of Sheridan, Wyoming sweatshirts and hoodies printed locally by Kilpatrick Creations. Or how about a new chair for that gamer in your life? Our $5,000 gift card giveaway continues. Come in and register today. Drawings every weekday till Christmas Eve. The Sheridan Commercial Company at 303 Broadway. If you think the only job at the radio station is in front of a microphone, you're missing on some great opportunities. Sheridan Media has positions in many areas, including advertising sales, sports, promotions, business administration, and engineering. Find out about career opportunities by visiting the broadcaster's virtual job fair beginning December 11th and running through December 15th. Go to broadcastersvirtualjobfair.com. This job fair will provide information about jobs available in the broadcast industry, as well as specific positions at Sheridan Media. You'll have the opportunity to apply for great jobs online and begin your career in Wyoming's exciting broadcast industry. Cyberspace is never limited. 
So stop by the Wyoming Broadcasters Job Fair, sponsored in part by Sheridan Media. Broadcastersvirtualjobfair.com. That's broadcastersvirtualjobfair.com. It's time once again for Moss Holders Design Center's Snowflake Sale. Here's how it works. Stop by Moss Holders, choose the items you want to buy, and then you'll get to draw for a discount. Every customer will receive at least 10% off, but several customers will get 15, 25, and 30% off their purchases. One lucky customer will draw our 50% snowflake, receiving half off their entire sale. Let Moss Holders add some fun to your Christmas shopping this year. Moss Holders Snowflake Sale runs through December 23rd. Moss Holders, furniture is our passion. I'm Steve Sisson, inviting you to Jackalopes Explore, the new video podcast from Sheridan Media. It's unlike anything else on your feed. Every week, the Jackalopes explore something, and it could be anything. Politics, UFO sightings, social issues, conspiracies, no matter what it is, we'll dig for the truth and explore it with a unique Wyoming perspective through an entertaining, lively conversation. Take a trip down the Jackalope hole with us every week. Jackalopes Explore, new episodes, Wednesdays at SheridanMedia.com. Jackson Electric Open Line Friday, Aaron Palmer, Ron Richter, and we're talking about Christmas trees today and touching on some other Christmas stuff as well. We'll get into that conversation here in a minute, but we do have a caller online. Caller, you're on the Jackson Electric Open Line Friday. Go ahead. Yes, thank you for allowing me to call this You betcha. I uh, feel that I need to um, correct a misimpression. A lady whom I'd had a conversation with in a local store had come up to me and said uh, she appreciated remarks that I would make occasionally on Public Pulse. And she called in to support my doing this. And I believe it was maybe last Friday. I, Sounds I think it was, correct, yeah. Yeah, last Friday. And the reason I'm calling is as I was talking with her, I could see she was a little bit uh, distracted, but she got something wrong, and I really need to correct this because she made the remark about me, and I do appreciate her kind support, I do. But she had said that um, the county commissioners will not allow me to show up at offices in the county commission. That is incorrect. It's City Hall. City Hall had told me that, and I did call the commissioner's secretary, Sky, and say the lady made a mistake, but I do want to say that City Hall has confined me to only appearing at the customer service desk if I have a public inquiry. That's a FOIA. And you pay five bucks, and, you know, you don't know how long it'll take, uh, two weeks maybe. You don't even know what you're going to get, and you can end up paying for what you're getting, too. <laughs> it's mm -hmm. kind of a you're in the uh, taxi with the meter running situation. But my problem was um, here, oh, probably in the last few months, um, I would call, say, the clerk's office or, or um, Mr. McRae's office. The mayor's office is. McRae's phone number, his secretary. But I would call and I would just get um, 5432 is not available, leave a message, and I would. And I would never get a response to an inquiry. So about a couple weeks ago, on two occasions, I came directly to City Hall, got on an elevator, and showed up at a door because I know where their offices are located to see if they were in. 
And this is what they don't want me to do. They are saying, you may come to City Hall, but only to a customer service desk. And that is the functionality of how it must be done. That is the only way I can hopefully get an answer to a question. But the problem that impelled me in the first place was I would ask customer service to send me to an office, and nobody would answer. And this went on for weeks. So I, I felt maybe a little more direct action might be needful. And so it was not the county commission. It was City Hall that has put this. And people need to understand when it says customer service, the people who work there are not being obstructive. They are like messengers. They're the messengers. And uh, it can be very, very difficult if you would like a timely answer to a question to have, have the party receiving it take a, a, up to two weeks maybe. And so I kind of feel that it was obstructive. And what I had related to the lady in that regard was that my only opportunity for expressing myself has become your radio program because even the publisher, the new one of the Sheridan Press, they published a letter that I had written in a Saturday paper, and then they said, we're not putting this online. That should never have been published. And I said, why? Well, the best of my understanding is this. They will not publish my letter if they cite a source that is a government report or an archived document or another newspaper site. They will not do that. The publisher said, you have to do an opinion. You, you, you write letters like you worked for us, and that they couldn't guarantee that what I put in there citing a source was, source was accurate. Well, I found out that they had had complaints on that letter, and I know who the complaining parties are, and I know what the issue was. And so these complaining parties um, came to the paper and uh, jumped on the uh, new publisher uh, because the letter was published. And I said, well, who are they? Oh, I can't tell you that. The publisher told me he would not tell me who complained. So I'm just more or less accused without any ability to respond. And, you know, the newspaper, they own the ink. They, they can publish you or not publish you, and they don't even have to give a reason. But this one was rather extraordinary. And the publisher said, and in the future, you are to submit all letters, if you decide to do so, opinions, in, in the form of an email. Well, I don't have email. I'm one of these Luddites out there that doesn't have email. <laughs> so so um, I'm basically being uh, nudged out of the public forum. And it's amazing to me that the press did have a front-page story. Uh, Mr. Motes, an attorney who used to be, I believe, an editor at the press at one point in time, is a, is a advocate for public discourse. And uh, there's a, some sort of suit going on. It has to do with a former education secretary here. I think Schroeder is the man's name. I don't know what the issue is. But here they are saying the public needs the right to speak. And it was a former editor of the press at a point in time and an attorney for uh, the press association saying this. And here I am, basically shown the door and 
you you cannot respond when you're not given information. I know I know who it was that complained, and I know what the issue was. It was over Story House and um, uh, the Attainable Housing Council, and one of the complainants from on the Attainable was uh, the previous administrator for Habitat for Humanity's Land Trust, Hope to Be. And that person doesn't even do that job anymore. Left. Okay, caller. So, there's, there's a bunch of rambling going on here. Exactly what is it that you wanted to say other than... Oh, gone. Okay, sorry about that. I wanted to find out if real or fake Christmas tree. That was question. I was... Oh, you were going to ask her? Okay. I thought we had a call, but that's where I was going with this. But anyway... Thank you so much for the call. Um, again, numbers to call if you want to talk about something, 674-4443, So, again, the poll question we were talking just something light and, you know, not too uh, bad, I guess. We were wanting just to know, what are you doing with Christmas trees this year? Yeah, overwhelmingly it was uh, artificial, artificial, 55%. And uh, only 26% said uh, real, and 19% said no Christmas tree at all. That's crazy. Yeah, that, well, that's, you know, what, what do you guys do? Is we, it artificial? We, yeah. I artificial? Have, I, I have not had a real Christmas tree in probably <clears throat> mm, almost three decades. They're too when messy. Pardon? They're too messy. They can be. Yes. When, now, let me ask you this. When you guys were growing up, did you have real or artificial? Always real. Always real? I, yeah. I, I, one year we had an artificial tree, and uh, I think it was my dad wanted it, and it was like this white behemoth. <laughs> it was white. It was yeah. white, and, and yeah. it literally Pretty snowed. Yeah. It, yes, it was, and it made more of a mess than any real tree could have ever have made, and now, it, it was such an abomination of Christmas. Here's the thing: when I grew up, we had real Christmas trees as well, and I prefer real Christmas. So do trees. I. Um, but the wife, you know, they say happy wife, happy, happy life. It's true. She wants an artificial tree. We've had an artificial tree for a number of years and I hated them growing up, but it was because the, the artificial trees growing up when you and I were kids were horrid. They yes. look bad. Yeah. They and look the much ones, better now. Right. Yeah. The, new, the ones nowadays at least have a semblance of looking real. You know, the old ones look like Charlie Brown Christmas trees yeah. or they were terrible. I remember one we had, We my mom had an artificial tree for one year. And it was one of those where you had the, the. it, it looked like a Charlie Brown. Yeah, it was, it was a stick. Terrible. It was a stick yeah. that, that basically had the sticks that went into the stick. Yep, exactly. And, and, it and was, you could see the, the yeah. actual broomstick there stick were, there, were an, there were not enough bulbs, uh-huh. ornaments, and garlands to, to cover, cover up. up that right. stick. And the ones nowadays are not bad. And no. the one that we had that my wife picked out, she went on somewhere and, and found it. It's not bad. I still prefer real Christmas trees. I, I, I wholeheartedly agree. I, I would love to have a real Christmas tree, but it's just the inconvenience of having one. You get right. pine, you know. And, then yeah. and, it's, always, and it's tough to, to There's always the fire hazard it, aspect. It is. But that's not as bad as it was when we were kids. Yeah. The, the lights nowadays are LED. They don't yes, produce any, they don't get any warm. heat like the old ones did. So, But, but it's, some of these trees are, 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 have been cut quite some so, time ago, yep. so they're basically kindling. Right. And that's part of the 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 problem as well. Yep. So I get all that. I absolutely get that. 
let me ask you this. As far as real Christmas trees go, what, what kind do you prefer? I think it's the fir, I believe. I'm not. Okay, now there's, let me see if I can find this. I know because growing up in Oregon, which we have the information here, we'll get to that. Oregon is one of the top producing states for Christmas trees, but they grow Douglas fir. Um, I think it's noble fir they're in here. Um, blue spruce, um, noble fir. There's a bunch of them that I, they. I want to say the ones that I grew up with were mostly Douglas fir. I, I, that's what we did but, as well, and they to me are a Christmas tree. Now my my first wife's family, I don't even know what kind of tree this was, but it looked like a Charlie Brown Christmas tree, and it was real. <laughs> but it had like you know, oh yeah, a foot of stalk, and then it had five or six branches around, it, and then it had another foot of stalk, and then branches all the way around it. And it was real, and it was pretty, but it was not a traditional, quote-unquote, Christmas tree like I was used to mm-hmm. growing up. Because I wanted one that was full. You know, my Christmas trees, you could have had a family of squirrels in there and wouldn't have known it till they came out. Right. They were they were <laughs> wider than they were tall. Right. Yeah. And, oh, I know. There, I, I look back at some of the old photos and whatnot from when I was a child, and I look at those Christmas trees, and they're literally just like... Took up the entire living room. Yeah. And that's part of why we went artificial and have never switched back. Is Well, you guys were in an apartment too, right? You, it used to be. I oh. used to live in an apartment. I live in a house now. Oh, but, okay. Um, it still just don't have the room. We have a house, and same thing. We don't really have a lot of room. When we had real Christmas trees up until, I don't know, five, six, seven, eight years ago, We'd get a real tree, and it would take up, like, a good portion of the living room. We would have to put our Christmas tree in the dining room or the kitchen because the living room is your quintessential kind of Sheridan-type home where it's long and narrow. Right. You know, we have a big coffee table and couch, and it's like the Christmas tree would basically take up a good portion of where we have to. Love a good Christmas tree. Yeah. I love the real ones. I really do, and I miss them. And I know you can buy candles and scents and all yeah. this to they got that spray to, scent to, to replicate. And then we even have like these little sticks that you put in the fake tree. Uh-huh. Like they're little, just look like little green sticks and you put them in there, you know, but it still isn't. It's just, you can't. <laughs> it smells like the, the pine stinky tree that you put in your car. You, you Oh, it's not that bad. <laughs> it's not? No. No, it actually, <laughs> it, it's a pretty legit um, smell of, of the old tree is, hmm. but that's when it's right up to your nose. Right. Just like the candles. The candles smell really good, you know, after you burn them one or two times, and then all of a sudden it's like you almost become immune to it, you know. But the the real Christmas tree, when you walk into a room, yep. you know the tree is real. You don't yep. even have to look because you can smell it. The one thing I will say is we have cats, and the two female cats stay out of the tree. The male Yep. Goes crazy. And when we had the real trees, he would climb the dang thing. Male Siamese. Yep. We had one and brought that, uh, brought that tree down many a year, did he? (laughs) Our cat didn't bring him down, but he was, he, he was trying. (laughs) Yeah. We're going to have to take another quick break and we'll come back and have uh, more discussion on Christmas and other stuff on the Jackson Electric Open Line Friday right after this.
Jackson Electric and you'll see the light. Maybe it's as simple as adding an extra outlet. Maybe it's as detailed as wiring an industrial building. Maybe it's high efficiency LED lighting or a fire alarm system or phone system installation and repair. Maybe it's data system wiring, irrigation wiring or electric motor sales and repair. Commercial, residential, industrial, agriculture, above ground, below ground. Call Jackson Electric and you'll see the light at 1851 North Main in Sheridan. Jingle all the way to savings this December with Perry's Trailer Sales. Spectacular year-end blowout. Picture this, nine flatbed trailers, three dump box trailers, all priced to jingle your bells before the end of the year. Now, if you're on the hunt for a sturdy flatbed or reliable dump box, look no further. Perry's Trailer Sales is your one stop sleigh ride to the North Pole. Santa's helpers are standing by to assist you, but you better hurry. There's a limited number of these flatbeds and dump box trailers that are getting blown out. Perry's Trailer Sales, year-end blowout, 2516 Coffee and Avenue. Perhaps with you as with us, it's the merry voices and the smiling faces of children that make Christmas such a warm and pleasant time. Jim and Brenda Haskett and the staff at Truebill Builders would like to send a joyous greeting to everyone. One of the real joys of Yuletide is the opportunity to put aside the routine and wish customers, friends, and neighbors a Merry Christmas. Thank you for another outstanding year from Jim and Brenda Haskett at Truebill Builders. Online at TrueBillBuilders.com. This Saturday, December 16th, Whizbang Fireworks are going to open their doors on North Main Street behind Pizza Hut. From 11 a.m. to 5 p.m., you can wrap up your holiday shopping with a gift that will surely light up tonight. Purchase fireworks as gifts or get ready to welcome the new year by setting off fireworks. Located on North Main behind Pizza Hut, Whizbang Fireworks is your go-to destination. Make this holiday season a celebration to remember. Whizbang Fireworks open this Saturday, December 16th from 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. on North Main Street behind Pizza Hut. Please follow all local laws. Just in time for your holiday dinners, the Health Nut announces that they have organic and natural turkeys, Beeler's spiral cut hams, gluten-free and regular stuffing, fresh organic cranberries, organic yams and potatoes, gluten-free and regular gravy, gluten-free and regular dinner rolls, gluten-free and regular homemade pies, dairy-free and regular whipped topping. Order your Thanksgiving pies early. Pick them up to ensure they are fresh. The Health Nut, for healthy holiday dinners. It's time again for Letters to Me. Just click on the Santa Letter button in Contest and Promotions on SheridanMedia.com. Type in your child's letter to me, and every Friday morning, Santa will read the letters received that week live during the 7 a.m. hour on the Tommy and Bell Coyote Morning Show. One good little boy and girl will be chosen to receive a special toy courtesy of Kids Curious. Thanks to Buckingham Lumber, Jack and Kathleen Wood of 307 Real Estate, and Sheridan Media for this special hotline to Santa. Ho, ho, ho! Jackson Electric Open Line Friday, Aaron Palmer, Ron Richter, and this morning we're talking about... Man, that bumper music was bumping. Bumping. I'm telling you. What do they call that? Techno? Dubstep. That Dubstep? Techno, yeah, it's a variation of it, but yeah, it was, it was... I don't know if it was techno. What would you say, that, James? It's not dubstep. I think that was more just electronica. There you go. So but that would be electronic dance music. Pretty much. though, all of it. Dubstep is the one with the real deep bass that, like, yeah. punches you in the chest. Uh, right. The one where you walk out and your organs are messed yeah. up. They're moving. The yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Anyway, we're talking about <laughs> Christmas trees, and we've got some other stuff we're going to talk about. But essentially, we wanted to know what type of Christmas tree, if any, you have uh, during the holidays. 
And the poll question, it was overwhelmingly artificial. Yes, it was overwhelming. It was 55%. And actually, um, 26% said rail, and then 19%, almost 20%, said none. So actually, like I said, to start the show, it's either a fake tree or no tree, pretty yeah. much. I, I mean, yes, there are some people with real trees. And I am shocked at that. James, what do you guys do? Artificial, all Artificial. the way. Have you ever had a... A real tree, James? Um, we used to. When you were younger, I think yeah. Back, we used to live in Florida, and that was kind of like a, mm. a, um, you know, a unique thing, I guess, because you don't really get a lot of the furs down there and right, everything. But right. here's the thing: when they die, they smell. Oh, they, yeah. When they start to really go, they start to smell really bad. So you have mm. to be pretty quick about getting them out of there. It's like a rotting tree in your yeah, in the house, yeah, in, in the house. Decorated. And, and like I said, growing up in Oregon, that's where a lot of the Christmas trees come from. And but it depends on. What's what part of the country you come from? Because they they grow trees in Michigan, Pennsylvania, um, all over the country, really Virginia, and there are different types of trees depending on what part of the country you're in. And I know that according to what I've read, um, a lot of the trees that are grown in Oregon and Washington end up going to California of all places. They're, they're, I think it's the warmer places that like to have that aspect of Christmas. Right, right. And so a lot of those Douglas fir, noble fir, um, blue spruce, whatever, will end up going to California. Now, they're still sold in Oregon and Washington, obviously, but California's got a huge market, and that's where they end up going. So um, anyway, we'll we'll get more into that in a minute. We've got a caller. Oh, Bummer. We lost the caller that wanted to talk about Christmas. But we do have another caller, but we don't know what they want to talk about yet. So, caller, you're on the Jackson Electric Open Line Friday. Go ahead. Well, it's another beautiful day in Sheridan County. Yes, it is. Good morning. And the the, uh, big goose is not as well-defined at this time of the year as it usually is up there, which makes me considerably concerned about the snow content and the bighorns that may be... Uh, worrying some of the irrigators, I think. Well, but yes, but we still haven't got our traditional "quote unquote" snow season yet, which is usually what February, yeah. March, April, into May. So there's still a chance that we could get a bumper crop of snow yet in mm. the Bighorn. So no, that's true. No reason to that's worry true. yet. But as far as Christmas trees are concerned, I think that uh, a lot of people don't enjoy. Uh, cleaning up the needles so much so yes and you can't just vacuum them you're not supposed to it ruins your vacuum apparently really yes i never knew that i didn't either i've ruined many a vacuum so you had to take a little whisk broom and uh yeah we had like the the little fake um vacuum you know where it just kind of ran it over and it sucked it up but it wasn't something you plugged in it was like and i I think i think uh if you got cats in the house they're less inclined to try to into a, a artificial tree as they would a, yeah, a real tree. I, that's exactly what we've noticed. And why do you think that? Is that maybe perhaps the smell? Do you think the smell? I think of, so. Yeah, I, I think it makes I, the cats kind of go in the, wild. Yeah, in the wild, they're expecting to find a squirrel or a chipmunk or whatever <laughs> in there, so they're digging up through but the center of this thing, looking. Yeah, or looking to you know whiz on it or whatever. <laughs> so well, well, one year uh, I recall that I waited till the last minute to get a Christmas tree, and I was living over in Lander in a trailer house, and trailer houses have fairly narrow doors, and so you couldn't get a big tree in, and I, I like I say, I waited till the last minute, and uh, the guy had one tree left, and it was 
awful looking and it was dried out. And he said, he'd just give it to me to get it off the lot. So I drug it home, and obviously it wasn't going to fit through the door, and I couldn't find the saw, so I took it out on the deck and, and whacked the trunk off with an axe. I didn't quite realize what was happening. Uh, my back was turned to the scene of the crime. I got through beating on it with the axe, and most of the needles fell off. Yep. And so when I drug it through the door, the rest of them came off. Yeah. And so that year, that year I put up my Christmas stick. Yes, and the it Charlie was way Christmas tree. Gotcha. Yeah. Really easier to decorate that way. So yeah, uh, yeah. so uh, <laughs> my, I think so. It was I put it right in front of the window, and some of my neighbors uh, commented about that thing. <laughs> Had to hey, come nice by Christmas and show stick. other people. <laughs> <laughs> That's so anyway, cool. you know, some days you're like that. You try, and, oh, yeah. and things just don't turn out quite like you expected. So. Right. Yeah, I agree. But anyway, I thought I would pass that along for All right. a little bit of a chuckle. That is there. funny. Thank you That's so much. That's a good story. Yeah. And, you guys, uh, guys have, a, have a nice Christmas. You too. Yes, thank you, you so much well. for Merry the Christmas. Um, that's interesting. I've got, uh, a, man, we're going to run out of time. <laughs> I got, we got stories we could go from now to breakfast. We do have another caller on the Jackson Electric Open Line Friday. Caller, go ahead. Good morning. Good morning. Merry Christmas. Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas to you. When I was growing up, our family always had a live Christmas tree, but that's back in the days when they cost $5. Right. And when we were young, we would go up on the mountain and cut trees. Right. Um, yep. And then when our kids got old enough, we'd take a cross-country trip to find a good tree and then we'd build a fire and have hot dogs but as our children got older and left home and we got older we switched to an artificial tree mm-hmm. a um, lot of people do it that way too yeah and as uh, as the tree has gotten older <laughs> it loses needles so we have decided that uh, for next year we're going to find a new tree a new artificial tree. Uh, a new, uh, well, another way of commenting on them is to call them a permanent tree. Uh-huh. Rather than fake or artificial. It's permanent tree sounds better. That sounds yeah, better. Anyway, thank, thank you. Thank you for the opportunity to tell my story. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you so much. Um, Christmas trees in general. We need to get into our information here. Um, <clears throat> people, for the most part, artificial trees are still preferred. Uh, in this country over real Christmas trees. And I was kind of shocked to find that as well, especially growing up in Oregon because, you know, they sell so many of them. And so I I just kind of figured that people, you know, most people wanted a real tree, but that's not the case. 94 million people displayed a Christmas tree last year, according to uh, what I was reading here. Uh, several factors such as cost, interest, and the environment, and even politics can influence what tree people use to celebrate. I didn't realize this. Here, this is interesting. In 2018, a poll from NPR, National Public Radio, um, found that Republicans are more likely to buy an artificial tree. Isn't that crazy? Mm. 63% of conservatives reported that they planned to buy a fake tree versus 44% of Democrats. 
I thought that would have been the exact opposite. opposite. Yeah. But, but, you know, that's, just because, you know, people like, well, you know, we don't need to cut down trees. You know and, what you they know. say about the, the word assume. Right. Exactly. So I, I thought that was interesting. Artificial trees are more economical. And that's what the caller just said, that they used to be, you know, real trees used to be less expensive, mm-hmm. especially given the rising cost of Christmas trees and other decorations for the holidays. Other value, others value real trees as more eco-friendly and uh, given that trees can be recycled after the Christmas holiday, mm-hmm. which makes sense. As long as there's not a bunch of tinsel and other stuff on there, they can be recycled. Um, did, did you used to do tinsel when you were young? Because yeah. tinsel's almost impossible to find now. I'm talking about the real tinsel, not yeah, actual garland. The, right. But like the tinsel where it's like just strings of it. Right. Where you actually had to put in it look like icicles. Yeah. yeah. I don't what? even know what that is. What? I, have, I don't think I've ever seen real tinsel. I'm finding tinsel. And we are going to decorate something down some, here. I'll it. find some <laughs> pictures because I there's a picture of me when I was like three. Yeah, it was the greatest, but you can't find yeah. it. And it's it, a lot of it is because it's a choking hazard for right. small infants and <laughs> animals. And I mean, what? I but it, you go back to the 50s, 60s, and 70s. What Christmas stuff wasn't a choking hazard? Come on, man. I know it. Yeah. Here's a story, and I got to tell this on my wife when she was. This is a natural selection <laughs> process, is what it was. Her cats. That she had in Denver when she was married and her kids were little. Um, they used to get tinsel. So this was 20 years ago-ish, you know, 20, 25. And so quite a few years ago when you apparently could still get tinsel. Right. And so they would put it on the tree and the cats would get into the tinsel. <laughs> I'm sure they would. And so she said that there was a there was a story that she... <laughs> that one of the cats... All of a sudden, at Christmas times, just went ballistic and was running all over the house, just throwing a fit. And she was trying to figure out what the problem was, you know, because cats and animals do that. They get the zoomies and no yep, big deal. Yep. So she was just kind of following. But the cat wouldn't quit. And it just kept going around and around and around. Come to find out, the cat had eaten some of the tinsel. Pencil, yeah. And then what cats get rid of in, in, the, in the kitty box had... Wrapped itself around the tinsel, and it had <laughs> it hadn't completely gotten rid of it, so it was following the cat around. A the special house. Christmas <laughs> present, exactly. And the cat was freaked out about this and running all over the house. Oh my God! She told that story. I almost died. I can't. I can't believe James. You don't know what tinsel is. I've never. I, I don't think I've ever seen real tinsel. I have, I've seen the fake stuff that I, you'll hang on trees and yeah, stuff. I haven't yeah. seen it. Sold in years. I haven't even looked for it because, again, we've had artificial trees. I mean, there's, trees, of course, but... you know, the garland that you wrap sure, around sure. the tree. But, I mean, the tinsel was like it always came in like a little box. Yeah. And, and, and it you was, pulled it out. And you'd take it out and just set it on the branches. And Yeah, you'd have to work it all the way around the tree. And yeah. The, the kids all would this, start All of us our it. age and older know exactly what it is. That's yeah. crazy. This, I, yeah. Oh. yeah I, different... Uh, Different era. You've seen it, like in pictures and movies and stuff, right? Probably. I, I just, I maybe didn't recognize what it was. I guess huh. M- most of the Christmas trees from the forties, fifties, sixties, seventies, and even into the eighties a bit were decorated with them. Mm-hmm. Right. That was, in you know, to a point they looked good, but sometimes it was overdone a little bit and it looked like this tinsel monster. Right. And that was one of the things I said that as long as there's no tinsel or other artificial stuff on a real tree you can you can recycle them right but if they has tinsel and all that no it just goes right in the landfill so maybe that's one of the reasons why they got rid of it 
I don't could know. be. Yeah, it's. I don't think it was a very environmentally friendly. No, no. decoration probably ended up in the ocean. Remember the uh, the bulbs with the they had the liquid inside. You plug them in, and they would actually bubble, like the bubble bulbs. No. Oh goodness. Yeah, we used to have those. Those were but so those cool. were a fire hazard. Oh yeah. They? Well, they it would, they would get a little warm, you know. <laughs> I think all the stuff is. My dad was like, make sure you turn everything off at night, you know. Yeah. And so now you can just leave everything on. Yeah, that's what we do now. Okay, another question. Angel or star on top? Star. Star. Always. Yep. I don't know what we have. I think we have an angel. I don't even know I've if I both. do star on top. I don't know if I do anything on top I'm, now that I'm thinking about it. Huh. I don't know. I've yeah. always seen star, though. Stars is, is, I think, the one year we tried to do an angel and it kept Falling off and yeah, the tree, the got, top, it, yeah, a bad omen. The, yeah, well, yeah, fallen angel. But um, <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to that. In well, a yeah, well, yeah, Krampus is coming. But um, anyway, <laughs> <laughs> we need to take a break. We'll take a break on the Jackson Electric Open Line Friday. We'll come back and get things wrapped up right after this. Jackson Electric and you'll feel the power. If it has anything to do with electricity, anything at all, call Jackson Electric. Commercial, residential, agricultural, it makes no difference. Call Jackson Electric. Jackson Electric does high efficiency LED lighting and fire alarm systems installation. Wiring a home, wiring a business, new electrical service, or enlarging existing surface. Call Jackson Electric and you'll see the light at 1851 North Main in Sheridan. A leader in sports medicine, Sheridan Orthopedic Associates is thrilled to announce their new highly skilled and fellowship trained podiatrist, Dr. Daniel Peterson, DPM. Dr. Peterson specializes in advanced foot and ankle reconstruction and has successfully performed thousands of procedures. He'll be seeing patients in January so you can get back to doing the things you love pain-free. Schedule your appointment at SheridanOrtho.com. Discover the difference with Sheridan Orthopedics. The Sheridan Wrestling Club is seeking gold, silver, and bronze sponsors for the 2024 wrestling season. Sponsorship helps keep costs low as possible for kids to participate by funding facility rentals, mat replacements, t-shirts for all participants, and scholarships for those unable to afford membership. Gold sponsorship is $500, silver is $200, and bronze is $100. A team t-shirt's given for every $100 donated. They encourage any person or organization interested in sponsoring Sheridan Wrestling Club to find Sheridan Wrestling Club on Facebook. Email them at SheridanWrestlingClub at gmail.com or by calling 406-390-2768 for more information. Sheridan Wrestling Club is a registered 501c3 nonprofit organization. A reminder to all boys and girls interested in wrestling, registrations now open at SheridanWrestlingClub.weebly.com. 
Shan Foster with the Country Pet Inn talks about dog training and behavioral issues that dog owners may be experiencing. If the dog's not listening to you consistently and with distractions, it's not trained. And most people say, well, my dog's trained. It can sit, it downs, it comes when I call it. Well, what about when Joe Squirrel runs by? What about when that semi comes by honking its horn? Well, those are the things that I train for in real life. Most of the time, it's all through basic obedience. Now, by doing that, you take care of a lot of the behavioral issues, shyness issues, aggression issues, possession issues. When you put that dog in that mode or the dog understands its role, a lot of those things go away. Whether your dog has obedience issues where it doesn't listen to you or come to you when you call it, stealing food from the table, excessive barking, aggression issues, you name it, we'll work together to solve it. I help people understand their dog. I'm very fond of that. If you want to get a hold of me, go to countrypetin.com or call 674-8582. Jackson Electric Open Line Friday, Aaron Palmer, Ron Richter. We're talking about Christmas in general, and we've got a lot of stuff that we didn't get to. But one of the things that we have to talk about is, and you wanted to ask me what, Ron? Uh, what did you do for Krampus night? I went on December 5th, did. You, you did nothing? No. Next year you will. Okay. It, it is the night before uh, the Feast of St. Nicholas, which is December 6th, and that's when uh, Krampus is celebrated. Okay. Uh, 12th century, German uh, folklore, Austria. Pagan, obviously. Yeah. Okay. And uh, basically it's a half goat, half demon that uh, terrorizes bad little children during so Christmas time. So watch out or Krampus will yeah, be you know, type thing? Yeah, you know. Oh, we've seen the movies. You know, we, we do now, we do now the whole, you know, naughty or nice with, you know. Right. St. Nick type thing, but... That that's what they they do in Europe. There was no naughty or nice. It was if you're nice, you get Saint Nicholas. If you're naughty, you get Krampus. And he just does it, all kinds of vile stuff to you. Well, it, they do all sorts of festivals over there. I mean, huh. they do parades and and yeah, it's pretty interesting. Look into it. Okay, there, it's we'll more than just up. a movie that came out in 2015. There's there's a, a history that started back in the 12th century with Krampus. And most of our holidays, whether people realize this or not, were, were taken by the church um, from pagan yes. holidays that, that were celebrated That's all over Europe. That's basically what the Christmas forever. tree is. Christmas traditions. we got a, just a little bit of time here. Um, one of the things that we did, and I have these ornaments still, but when I was, I was born in August, and then so I had my first Christmas when I was like six months old. I have an ornament from every year that I had a Christmas. So I have one this year that my wife got me. So I have 57. Nice. That's actually a great tradition. And they write, we write the year on the bottom. And it ranges from drums, which I loved even before I started drumming. And then uh, nutcrackers, this, that, and the other thing. The first one I got was like a green choo-choo train. I don't know why, but I picked it out when I was six months old. Right. Nice. So we started that with my kids as well. So they have all of their ornaments that they had all during that. Um, do you open gifts on Christmas Eve or Christmas Christmas Day? Eve. Really? Yes, Christmas Eve. Okay. We had Christmas Day. But we usually, if we could talk our parents into it, open one gift on Christmas Eve. See, we were the opposite. We had like the one gift on Christmas Day that was either underneath the tree or, if, you know, there was room in the stocking, which usually mm-hmm. there wasn't. But... That was usually just like little stuff, candies and whatnot. Right, but right. there was like one nice gift under the tree Christmas Day. But yes, we opened our stuff Christmas Eve. And we, we harked down Lefsa like nobody's business. <laughs> and if but, you don't know but it, no Ludafisk. N- no, not Ludafisk. Lefsa <laughs> and Halva. If you don't know what Halva is, look it up and find you some. 
Gotcha. So you're of Norwegian descent. Yes. Mine was more Scots-Irish. And uh, foods, we'll talk about that. Uh, on Christmas Eve, we had a choice of either chili or oyster stew. Oof. Because there were a lot That's of people that did not like oyster stew, so they would have, they would had have had chili. chili. Yeah. And then Christmas morning, and we got this from my ex-wife, my kids' mom, they had this thing they called a do-funny, which was like a cinnamony breakfast dessert type thing that they had Christmas morning. And what was it called? A do-funny. Nice. I don't know what it is. They were from Vermont. It was crazy. <laughs> anyway, this nice tradition. So that's what our, that's our show for today. That's our Christmas thing. Thank you so much for joining us and uh, making comments. And Merry Christmas. Arrivederci. See ya. From the simplest to the most complex electrical applications, Jackson Electric has the knowledge, the experience, and the reputation to meet and exceed any electrical need or requirement. Jackson Electric's expertise even includes phone systems, data systems, LED lighting systems, fire alarm systems, and irrigation systems. Residential, commercial, industrial, agriculture. If it has anything to do with electricity, anything at all, Jackson Electric does it all at 1851 North Main in Sheridan. Mandy Coltisco from Century 21 BHJ brings you this pet of the week from the dog and cat shelter. Merle and Melvin are five-year-old pit bull terriers who grew up in a difficult situation. They need training and love, and while you're healing them, they'll be healing you right back. Eight-month-old Rhonda is a tough little fighter who hasn't let a lost leg slow her down. She can climb, play, and jump right into your arms when you come and meet her. A holiday sale is taking place right now at Shipton's Big R. All for you and who you're buying gifts for. Look for our 20-page holiday sale flyer in your mailbox, at our stores, and on our website, ShiptonsBigR.com. Save now. Ariat shirts, tops, and outerwear are all 15% off. Beautiful Montana Silversmiths jewelry. Our entire selection, 15% off. Noble Outfitters, our exclusive brand. You can save 20% on outerwear, pants, and rubber boots. A Ruger Super Wrangler 22 revolver. Save $30. Now just $239.99. 15% off all Liberty gun safes. Men's and ladies slippers from Ariat starting at $39.95. Save 20% on all footwear from Danner, Lacrosse, and Timberland Pro. Also great deals for the holidays from DeWalt, Milwaukee, and Steel. $25 savings right now on Haymaker Boots from Dry Shot. Merry Christmas to our many wonderful customers. For your shopping experience, we are open until 5 p.m. on Sunday, December 24th at Shipton's Big R, 2049 Sugarland Drive in Sheridan. The grand reopening of Legacy Diamond and Gems with their total store remodel is complete and better than ever. With Christmas just around the corner, stop into their exquisitely remodeled store and see the latest jewelry designs. Legacy Diamond and Gems, where quality jewelry at an affordable price is always in style. Their staff of jewelry professionals are always ready to assist you in finding that perfect gift of fine jewelry that says, I love you. Legacy Diamond and Gems, 11 North Main Street, downtown Sheridan. This holiday season, give the gift that keeps on giving with Sunlight Federal Credit Union. Imagine a 25-month certificate of deposit at a dazzling 5.13% annual percentage yield. With a solid 5% annual percentage rate, starting with just a $500 deposit, you can secure your financial future without breaking the bank. No new money required. Give the gift of savings this holiday season. Member NC.